Hello, and welcome to tonight's show. We have a wonderful Italian-themed show tonight, which I couldn't think of anything better for a show like Pizza Punk, because after all, where does pizza originate technically? Well, listen, I think pizza as we know it today is a New York invention, but obviously comes from what many would term as the the mother country the homeland of pizza is italy and um so tonight it's it's all about italy tonight i guess that's the best way to describe it and uh sitting in the digital green room right now uh sipping a cappuccino just enjoying a little cannoli is uh our friend anthony t soprano and he is the vocalist for a band called Italian blood. It's Italian punk, but not like, not like Italian, not like they're from straight up, straight off the boat from Italy, but just, well, I'll let Anthony explain. Anthony will explain everything for us. So we'll bring him out. And I believe it's possible that some of his bandmates or a bandmate or two might uh, follow suit and, and join us for tonight's episode of pizza punk. You know, I really need to get a pizza punk theme song proper theme song um uploaded i have it i just haven't uploaded it yet and i don't know what i'm i don't know what i'm doing i'm just i'm sleeping on that so we gotta i gotta make that happen gotta make that happen apologize for a little groggy let's let's pop a seltzer we got the uh in in honor of italy tonight the limicello right isn't that that's that's an that's a that's an italian thing i don't know Okay, let's do it. Let's bring out Anthony. He's waiting patiently in the in the green room. Hold on. Hey, hey, Jeff. Hey, Anthony what's going T. on? Anthony T. Soprano here from Italian Blood. I'm so happy to be on. It's Pizza Punk. It's Italian Blood. It's a match made in heaven. Yeah, so, welcome to the show, buddy. Yep, I got my wooden spoons. Wait a I minute. I just realized shot. something. Hold on. I just realized something. Are you, do I come over? Am I like choppy? Am I like choppy to you right now? Like, is my video okay? It is perfectly clear. I can hear okay. you. you loud and clear. Okay. I forgot to, I got a, I got a bandwidth problem here. I might, all right. I might have to, you might have to hold it down. If it starts to get really choppy, you might have okay. to hold it down. I'll run upstairs and I'll just unplug the, uh, the, the, the other thing. That's that cool. Is, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh welcome, welcome to the show, man. Welcome to the show. Uh hey, man, how you doing tonight? Me. How you doing? I'm always doing great, man. Always yeah? doing great. That's good. I'm a paisan. I'm the front man. I gotta keep it real. I gotta keep it on real on stage, keep it real in life. I got the crazy red hair, always ready to go. Nice. Um, now is paisan is what exactly is I'm I'm listen, I'm gonna ask you a lot of questions tonight, a lot uh -huh. of things I don't know. About yeah. it's funny. I know a lot of Italians, but I don't know a lot of answers to a lot of these questions. Well, first, first and foremost, what exactly is a paisan? Is a paisan a pejorative, or is paisan like uh, a, a term of endearment? Can anybody say paisan? Is it only an Italian thing? Explain this to me. Uh -huh. So it's basically a term of endearment, like you said. So you know, you can say paisan if it's a family member, but I can say paisan if you're a friend. I can say paisan if you're on, you know, like on the side of the street. You know, it's kind of like in the UK, everyone calls each other mate. mate. Hey, mate. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So for us, if I call you Paisan, 
if you're on the street, like, hey, Paisan, excuse me, excuse me, but if I'm calling it, hey, Paisan, you know, I got this guy, Jeff. He's my Paisan. Yeah, so even though I'm not Italian, I could still be a Paisan? Absolutely. Huh. Wow. Okay, cool. I'm I'm learning. I'm learning some stuff. <laughs> I got to tell you. Okay. I got to tell you this too. I did a whole deep dive episode. I don't know if you, you should watch this. If you watch the show, you should watch this one. I'll, I'll send it to you. We did a whole deep dive on, on uh, Italian, uh, um, uh, Americanized Italian words, like Southern Jersey, like, uh, like how Capicola became Gabagoo, like that sort of thing. Fascinating. I had no idea, like the linguistic history of Italian of of Italy and stuff. Sorry, you were gonna say something. Go oh, ahead. say I watched it this morning. Oh, you did. Oh, good. Okay. Isn't that isn't that <laughs> yeah. that blew my mind? Did you did you know any of that stuff? I didn't know any of that stuff. I was no, like, I, I didn't know a lot of it. Um, and it, it yeah. Um, I'm kind of like you. You know, like I like to talk. I like to be funny. Obviously, huge music fan, but. I'm always interested to see about certain things. And I thought there was a lot of learning points. Um, I didn't know about the dialects. Um, I didn't know how Italy was a whole bunch of countries. Right. Um, I did not know that the Southerners were the ones that basically kind of ran away because of the the treatment. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how uh, the history, so much history of the Italian people is, is tied to language as well as food, obviously, but it's also yep. tied to the language specifically because of all the city states and, and whatnot. Um, but before we, before we dive any further into that, so you tell me about the band Italian blood. What exactly is the concept? I kind of know already. So I'm a little burpy from seltzer. <laughs> um, yeah. What? Tell me a little bit about Italian blood. Okay, so Italian Blood, I started it, you know, four or five years ago. And to me, you know, it's all about getting the, in my opinion, punk is all about having fun, like as far as the actual music. Like, you know, I got into it when I was high school. Um, I just thought it was really, uh, you know, it was about the image, about the mindset. But what made it for me was being in the pit, having yeah. fun, you know, fist pumping, singing, you know, doing uh, sing-alongs. And I was like, man, I was like, I feel like my house and my holidays are like a punk show. All these crazy Italians always, you know, like cheering and yelling, fist pumping. If there's a soccer on or something, it's just like a big gang of people. And then I was like, man, I could really write a lot of songs about Italian culture. And, you know, like Irish, you know, it's, it's been 25 years of Flag of Molly, Dropkick Murphys. They've done their thing. Right. Yes. So... I started getting some kind of ideas. I was like, man, I could, I, I could write a song called Bada Boom. I could write a song called... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I got, how you doing? Um, I got a song called Punch You in the Face. Uh, all these great things coming up. And then I was like, man, like, but, you know, I would do it anyway, but there really hasn't been a band that's come out. So I was like, let me do this and see where it goes. And at the very least, everyone's going to have fun. You know, for the people that are uh, Italians, they're going to feel like there's a little bit of, you know, you know, like some representation. Um, sure. You know, especially like the older people. They're like, oh, wait a minute, man. I've heard the song. I've heard you, like, so you guys are covering this or I can do this. Um, or they're just interested in the culture. Like, it's amazing if you took um, anybody's ancestry and you were like, oh, you know, we're going to punk up this you know, German song. I guarantee you, you'll at least have some people turning heads a little bit that were uh, German. And be like, oh, oh, okay, that's interesting. So, uh, yeah. 
you know, um, all about having fun. And then, you know, for us, it's easy. Like, I can get up there. I can be serious. I can be funny. I can look like a flashy asshole and, like, have a great time. Uh, I can be all about the culture. But I can also – I got so much material, you know, Sopranos, Jersey Shore, you know, like – yeah. Everybody's got the Uncle Nino or the crazy <laughs> uh, Paulie, you know. So, right, Paulie, Marie. <laughs> uh, I have to tell you, I don't know if you see this jabroni in the uh, comments that has the capitalized from us name. Somebody made a fake from us account and is saying incredibly distasteful, horrible things. It's not me. You can uh, see okay. which one is me. I don't know if you can see it or not, but I feel remiss if i didn't uh acknowledge that that is not me making those comments in the comment uh the only one is the one about patreon that i just put up and (laughs) that uh i just put that guy in timeout and i apologize for the uh terrible uh language i wish i had some of my moderators here in in the chat it's just horrible this this uh guy has taken my name and or he's made a bunch of names using my name and is you know leaving just all sorts of nasty comments he leaves nasty comments about me and as of now he's done it about my guests and it's wrong and i'm sorry i even have to talk about this right now but something needs to be said and i've said it and now we can move on right i appreciate it Uh, i think uh, i think he needs to sit down and um you know if you're gonna make the comments at least show your own name, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just not, we need verify, you know, there's this whole battle about verification on Twitter right now. We need verification on YouTube because that's what, that's what verification really is for, for situations just like this one right now. And it sucks. That's it. I don't know. Yeah, man, we're just trying to do a show. I've seen plenty of your shows and you always handle it. Um, exceptionally well. Oh, so you know. Okay, so you're okay. All right, yeah. all right. So you familiar with yeah. The, yeah. So th- this yeah. is this has been an ongoing, ongoing thing. Yeah. Uh, Rue is here. Rue Morg is in the comments. He's got this. Rue is Rue is uh, one he of my uh, trusty mods. You can it. get their IPs. I don't know how to get people's IP addresses. It's just, it's a, it's a problem. What the? It's just, it's just a problem that I like. A part of people are like, oh, it's a good thing because it means that, you know, if you have someone that's hating on you that much, it must mean that, you know, you're doing something right. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But I still have people that are making like screen names with my name and saying yeah. racial things. It's terrible. I mean, ugh, like, like disgusting. Yeah. So we condemn and, and do not condone such terrible things. But let's let's digress. Let's go back. So so the concept here for Italian blood is it's like, hey, we got flog and molly, we got drop kicks, you know, they're they're doing like their Irish thing. It's really awesome. We don't have this for like Italians, and I want to do it. I don't know if you're familiar with the band. Do you know personal in the pizzas? I have not heard of them. No. Oh man, I gotta send you that. Uh, I'm gonna send you to their band camp because personal and the pizzas. I don't know. I don't know what they, they basically. I don't even know how to describe them. They write songs about pizza. They are pizza punk in that uh-huh. kind of way. Yeah. And they have um they have songs like seven ninety nine for love, uh, <laughs> pepperoni. You got pepperoni eyes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can read like they're just I I don't even know how to describe them. They're just they're so they're like fun garage 
pizza punk is the best way. And speaking of pizza punk, we have a question that we ask all of our guests on pizza punk. And I'm going to ask Anthony here as well. Anthony um, is pizza punk. And if pizza is punk, why is it punk or why is it not punk? Ooh, I got a couple answers for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Lay it on me. Uh, pizza is punk because T. Soprano said so. That's number one. <laughs> okay. Uh, two, pizza is punk because it's DIY. And the one thing about that is anyone could do it. Anyone could make it. As far as punk rock, you know, I'm not getting caviar from a punk rocker. I'm getting pizza. You know, I can only spend like so much money. Uh, I can put any toppings I want. I can get creative. I can make it artistic. And that's punk rock to me. But the ultimate one, and I get this question all the time, can I put pineapple on my pizza? And I say, of course you can. I'm not I agree. I'm not going to eat it. But right. I don't right. care if you do. And that, to me, is the epitome of punk rock. Yeah, it's freedom. Yep. It's freedom. Freedom to put whatever the fuck you want on your pizza as long as you have, like, as long as you have dough, sauce, and cheese in in the in its proper arranged way. Because, like, dough, sauce, and cheese can make a lot of different types of things. But it can't be a calzone. It's got to be a pizza. It can't be a deep dish. It's got to be right. a pizza. So it's yep. like you got to have dough, sauce, and cheese. And then whatever you want to put on top of that, if it's pineapple i will say one time i had pineapple and pepperoni uh, on pizza and you know it wasn't that bad like i'm not like i'm not like calling up dominoes and going hey let me get the hawaiian yeah. you know i don't got the hawaiian on speed dial or anything but you know again i appreciate the adventurous nature the freedom of pizza and in that way it is yeah it's punk i, I like yeah. your answers yeah, because you can do, uh, you know, you can even make it a sandwich. You can fold it. You can stuff crust. Sure. Stuff crust first if you're that kind of guy. I like you stuff can... crust. And you have to, if you're a New Yorker, you have to fold your slice. Yeah. It's just the way of life. That's how we do things up here, at least. Yeah. <laughs> you're in Maryland, right? How do they do things down in Maryland? Man, Baltimore doesn't really have many traditions out here, man. <laughs> we, uh, you know, this, you know, uh, good pie shops. We got, you know. Authentic Italians that you know have pie shops down here. But are uh, you in the are you I don't know if you guys are in the pizza, you know what the pizza belt is. I don't know if you guys are if the pizza belt extends down that far, but I, maybe it does. I mean, maybe. as far as I know, you know, it's Jersey, New York, right? Uh, Connecticut, Connecticut, uh, and Boston, really. Boston. Um, I know people that live in Chicago and they say, like, nah, it's got to be Fendo. <laughs> You know, they say if you eat like the thick stuff, that's not their good stuff out there. What? Oh, so, the deep dish. I so I used to live in Chicago. Oh, okay. And I used to get into fights with Chicagoans all the time. Over, I, I was uh, I, I was definitely like a New York chauvinist when it came to my pizza, and I was like, yeah. "Our pizza's superior, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's just the best. Like yeah. deep dish is a casserole. That is a casserole. Yeah. It's a tasty casserole." But it's yeah. a casserole. You're putting the cheese on top of the sauce. So no, you're putting the sauce on top of the cheese. What is that? That's not pizza. No, it's not pizza. It's and it's, the crust has has no gluten in it. 
So there's, mm. it's very brittle. It's a very brittle crust. You need a lot. I like a lot of gluten, like in a Napolitano slice. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of gluten, very chewy, pulls apart real nice. You don't get yeah. that yeah. With, yeah. with deep dish. And you got to eat with a knife and a fork. It's weird. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's weird. Um, So, so you put these guys, your band together. You got Maddie, two dicks. Yep. You got Mickey. He's Irish. Mickey is Irish. He's the token yep. Irish guy in, in exactly. the Italian band. Yep. Uh, Luca, the OG, and new cousin Johnny. Uh, yep. First of all, why is new cousin Johnny? Why is he new? What's okay, new so, about him? <laughs> so, November last year, into February this year, uh, we had cousin Johnny left. He moved to Chicago. He went on a trip. Haven't heard from him. I think he's in Witsec. So then, we got this other guy, Johnny, comes in. Yeah. Couldn't find a name for him. So I said, Your new cousin, Johnny. There you go. Huh. That's great. Yeah. That is good. That is good. Um, so and then what did you so so and then do you do you play guitar as well, or are you just like the vocalist? How do you craft the songs? Are you just doing like melodies and uh are you just doing melodies and uh uh lyrics, or do you have a hand in the arrangement? How does that all work? So I kind of do what Danzig does. I just hum stuff and then people play it and then I scream it. No, I'm just kidding. So um, uh, I started the band. So I started writing like all the songs and, um, you know, I, I did play guitar here and there. So, um, but after the first year we got, you know, two guitar players and now, we, you know, like half those guys write stuff. But um, I just sing um, if I need a feeling for bass or, or a guitar I play. But um, you know, I probably write half the stuff, so it's kind of my vision, my like songs. Um, you know, I can write to anything, but it's always easier, you know, if you're writing the stuff, and then you know, have to, have time to practice it. So, uh, you know, um, we got five of us, but we've had shows where it's been a three piece by, you know, sickness, COVID, whatever. So I just pick up the string and play. Um, do, who? So so what about? So what about this label? Do you do you guys put out your own stuff or are you actually under a label? Okay. So at this point, we're DIY. Um, yeah. The uh, label that um, we're on is actually a label uh, that I help run. So um, I'm not I'm not the person who started it, but I'm yeah. like his uh, secondhand man. And um, I've only been running it, helping run it for like about four months. And uh, we haven't had any releases yet, but... At the time, you know, it'll be streaming. Uh, if we want to, you know, do like um, a seven inch or a cassette, I can I can take it through the label. But if I want to make my own CDs, I can just make my own CDs. Nice. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And what made you decide you guys have you guys did a Christmas record? What uh, <laughs> is, is that have to do? Is that have to do? Is that synonymous with you know the Italian? identity to do a christmas record like explain that we would always wanted to do one and i i kept thinking of like what is like outside of like a soccer game like what is the most like italian thing you can come up with and i was like oh it's perfect man because christmas colors and the italian flag are all the same True. And then everyone's there everyone's getting loud everyone's getting crazy so you know it kind of writes itself you can do some stuff where you kind of you change things up a little bit but then you know um I, I can do comedy real quick. So I was like, 
I can make, you know, like some funny stuff up and then kind of teetered it towards like Sopranos, uh, Jersey Shore Christmas. So, you know, I basically take an old song, I try to make it, you know, Italian, and then I try to make it as horrible as possible, just unapologetic, you know, horrible humor, horrible crude humor. And I mean, it, it's all a joke, but, you know, that's what we do. So that's great, man. Yeah. Um, so what is it? Why? So here's a, here's another question about learning as we learn more about Italian culture. What's with the Feast of the Fishes? It's like you put the carp in the bathtub. I was talking about this the other day with my friend. You put a carp in the bathtub. Is this a first of all? Have you seen this happen up front? Is this like a thing that all Italian households do? Is it just if you're a certain sect of Christianity, as you know or may know, I'm Jewish, so I'm not. I'm, I have. I, I know some stuff about Christianity. I don't know a lot, so I'm always learning new stuff. So, what is, what exactly is the feast, of the seven fishes, and what's the deal with the carp in the bathtub? Explain. Um, you know. I actually know nothing about this. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so, my father was allergic to fish. So, oh. yeah. So, you know, we would occasionally have fish. Um, you know, my grandmother's liked it. You know, my nana liked it. Um, my father and his mother hated each other. So every once in a while, uh, if she was babysitting, she'd come over and cook the like the smelliest cod on the planet, you know, just to piss him off. Just a pa little <laughs> passive aggressive into the 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 the, uh, the son-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> he told me every Friday it, it was fish night, and you know he grew up in the row home like every other like Italian guy did, Pennsylvania, Baltimore, probably New York too. Um, he said it was fish night. That was you know what they did based on you know, like tradition, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know. Um, I know um, I know in Italy, like you know, some families, you know, like for Christmas, there's always at least one or two um, servings of fish, on the, you know, like, like on the holiday. Yeah, um, like fish is a thing. Right. That's a thing. Right. Yeah. Um, no, it's interesting. So – so I I always thought that it was just like a synonymous thing with like, you know, with being Italian, that that it was just it was all about fish. What about this? Did you guys down there in, in Maryland? I know in New Jersey, it's a big thing. What about the, the Sunday dinner? Uh, the Sunday dinner with the with the uh, pasta sauce and, you know, doing doing that whole rigmarole. Is that is that a tradition down there? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Big time now. You know, as families grow when they grow apart, you know, it's hard to keep everybody together and stuff like that. But I mean, you know, if you have the right family, you always yeah. have always have tons of food. Um, you get the big table out, you get the extensions, you know. Yeah. Um, you go to the basement if you have to, you know. Oh right. Got more space, got more people. Um, all this food, all this food. So yeah, it's big, you know. Even like my grandmothers, um, you know, eighty five years old, they'd be cooking. Um and it wasn't just, you know, it was a couple things of pasta. It wasn't just one. And then it was meatballs, it was sausage, and then you'd have all sorts of stuff. Always had sides, always had, like, desserts. You always had two or three Italian desserts. They always used to make up one, too. Like, I guarantee you, every Italian family has their own dessert they invented that nobody has any fucking clue what the fuck they're talking really? about. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, but like, what, like, what is it? Like, what is the dessert typically? Um, like, what is it comprised of? They usually blend a couple together and then they blend the name together. So it's always a bunch of nonsense. Um, wow. You know, my parents kind of, kind of went like away from that. Um, as you know, like their uh, parents passed, 
So, you know, by the time I was 15, 16, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to what they were doing. But uh, I remember some of the names and some of the stuff that was all kind of blended together. And it, it was just what it was, you know. Um, you know, so um, you, you can't rename the pastas. And that's never going to happen. Uh, you can always say you have your own sauce. Everyone does. But there's a couple of times we ate some stuff and it was a fake name. It was definitely something I'd never seen before. And then I, I'm, I'm even sure a couple of times, like a year later, would come back with a new name. I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, whatever's yeah. clever, right? Whatever works. Yeah. Um, no, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. And then you also have the aptly titled, or or at least this is an upcoming release, the Gabagool EP, <laughs> which I love. It, what a what a fun, clever name. You gotta you gotta do something with that. You gotta put that on a t-shirt or something. Gabagool. Oh that, yeah. That is that's great. That is really fun. What is that gonna be like a Halloween EP or something? Exactly. So we started kind of messing around with a few of the songs, um, stuff we're going to do. I can't mention mm -hmm. too much about it, but it will be Halloween. Um, if you think about your show and what I'm doing, kind of connect the dots, get the uh, From a Show, the <laughs> Lodi Show. So I uh, kind of see what I'm doing here. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, taking some songs and kind of making them our own. And then... Uh, Gabagool, man. I mean, it, it is perfect. It's perfect, man. Yeah. It's per. I feel like there's got it, like you could even make like a mascot or something. Got to like you know, the <laughs> yeah. haunted, the haunted Gabagool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just yeah. writes itself, yeah. writes itself. No, that's cool, man. That's cool. Um, and then what? Like, so how much? I, I mean, I see that there, you are obviously steeped in the the sopranos from your position i'm curious to know from where you're from and as someone who's italian and who receives and watches the sopranos or has watched the sopranos and obviously been influenced by it um how 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 do you see the sopranos as like a cultural touchstone for you know being italian or 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 its connections to sort of italianness if you will right. uh, or southern italianness right because mm -hmm. yeah. there was another character what was the character he's from northern italy remember that guy and he's dating <laughs> he's dating carm he's like kind of has like a thing with carm he doesn't speak any english uh, yeah furio furio right yeah. right yeah. right completely different because yeah. he's from northern italy he's a completely different <laughs> yeah. type of yeah. italian from from those guys um yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Answer the question. I, I, I no, no, no. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, we all thought it was great. Um, you know, I remember being, you know, like teenager, and they're like, "Oh man, it's it's a show about like Italian people," and I was like, "Oh, this is great." As Italian, you know, it's 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 like it, it doesn't matter if the show's good or not. Like I'm gonna watch it like a little bit, um, and it'd be for anything else. Like if it was uh, based on your like religion or your ancestry, etc., you're gonna sure. watch it. Because you're gonna be like, oh, you know, even if no one thinks this is funny, I do because I know that guy. I've I've heard that. Like I've heard someone, you know, even if it's if it's something dumb they do or if it's something amazing. Um, so we start watching. It. I remember, like in the first season, I didn't know anybody that watched it. I had, you know, it came on HBO. I was talking to my friends, like, hey, you guys seen the show? And nobody had any clue as to what I was talking about. 
but it actually was a good story. You know, they had extremely good characters. And then by season two, I felt like everyone I knew was watching it. Um, I thought the traditions and the, the personalities were on point. Um, I think that's probably sold it. You know, everyone knew that Uncle Paulie in the family, you know, that crazy <laughs> guy that was just always doing oh, something yeah. nuts. Um, hot-tempered, but then it could be really nice to the kids. Anthony's mother is my grandmother. Oh, so really? We were just dying. We were like, oh, my God, dude, like the fucking bitches on television. And, like, my father's friends would call him and be like, hey, Steve, it's your mother, it's your mother, it's your mother. And, like, it was like, yeah, man. And, like, you know, like, she played that role perfectly. Like, every, like all the cast members said that you, she was actually really funny and uh, she was, you know, the easy going to get along with. And like, you know, the first season, you know, the first time I watched it, I was Man, like, she is just mean. And, but then as I kept watching, like, you can see she's, she is, is like hamming up that role, man. She is like hamming yeah. it up and she is playing it perfectly. So, uh, you know, I, I thought the actors were great. Um, now, you know, like I obviously know some people that were mobbed up, um, but a, like a lot of our parents, they kept us out. You know, they didn't want to get into that life. Um, so there's times we went to see my relatives, and they were like, um, "Pretty sure the feds just took a picture of our license plate." Oh my so we're god! Probably not going to come back here again. But um, so I never got to really experience, you know, like that side of the um, life. As a teenager, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But now, as I'm older, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't fucking do that, you know. So, um, our our buddy, uh, another fellow Italian, um, is in the comments. It's Robbie Bloodshed, and he says he talked Northern Italy. Northern Italians don't like Sicilians, where my grandparents yep. are from. They look down upon us, which yep. is yeah. In that article, in that in that uh, art that article about you know how Capicola became Gabagoo, that was very prevalent. One of the reasons why, and one of the reasons historically why Southern Italians uh, immigrated to America and spread out, you know, to Long Island and to New Jersey, where Robbie's from, and you know, just all 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 over in that in the tri-state area, that kind of place. Um really is really is fascinating fascinating history tell me uh what do you have of speaking of 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 gangster movies particularly uh mm -hmm. what is your it, what is your go-to hands down go-to italian movie uh gangster movie i'm always stuck between two of them um goodfellas is like the classic um you just have so many good actors in that it, it, it's unreal i love goodfellas um, even even the ones there are so many people in Sopranos that even just have like a little cameo, like a little part. Yeah, Polly um, Walnuts. Yep, he's got that little part, and you're just yep. like, oh shit, it's Polly. Um, you know, Lorraine did an amazing job. You know, um, right. And, uh, but then, I think a Bronx Tale is the one that hits home. Oh, um, nice. And because to me, it's such a different uh, gangster movie. Um, it, it seems like, you know, it, it came from the heart. It came from, like, a place of, of struggle. But, um, you know, you watch all these gangster movies, and, like, there's so many good ones, but I think, like, the plots, you know, kind of, like, start to kind of all be, like, like, a little similar. Like, there's either issue with 
got drugs or being too crooked, uh, being too hot-headed. Um, that's usually where things kind of. Uh, but in this one, it was like a clash of you know, generations. You know, you had you know like De Niro trying to be a uh, you know like old school and, and trying to keep his kid out, and then he, he likes the girl who's a different race. But to him, it's not a big deal. But to everyone else who's older, you know, like it is. So uh, you know, it was, it was one of the. I think I was like, I might have been 18 when I first saw it. And I was like, man, I'm like, you know, like this is obviously very uh, real. You know, it, it, it was from, uh, I believe he said it was from like his, uh, it was like his childhood. You know, it, it was based on his uh, childhood. So I was like, yeah, you know, uh, for us, you know, I've got like a little kid. And to me, like what could be racist to him or what he might experience is going to be completely what I went through. So. Mm. I felt that had, you know, a bit more of like a story. This is my cat. Every goddamn video. I'm What's ever up, on. cat? How you doing? Hey, What's cat's name? His name is Charlie. He doesn't Charlie. have Charlie. <laughs> hey, buddy. So, Charlie, a, what's up, buddy? He is a ham, man. He's always doing this shit. <laughs> That's cool. But, That's cool. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Charlie, and saying hello. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I thought that would, uh, it just had, you know, uh, to me, uh, more of like an emotional um angle and also uh it was just different from every other gangster movie um so tell me uh, just to switch gears on you for a second about the band so you guys do you guys do a lot of touring or what's your deal with like doing shows and stuff how has that been for you guys i mean all of us are you know um all of us are working class so we don't um do like a standard tour um it's not that it won't happen. It's not that we won't go away for like a week in the future sometime. Um, but we're, we're kind of, you know, uh, weekend warriors. So uh, Friday, Saturdays, uh, occasionally Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, and that's kind of what we have you know, for the end of the year, you know. Nice. Uh, so, uh, show tomorrow, Baltimore. We are doing um, a weekend of Jersey next week, doing um, a Meat Locker up north, Mill Hill down south in Brenton. December. We got um, early December. We'll be in Delaware, and then mid December, uh, be in Queens. Nice. That's great. That is really, really great. Yeah, you're playing the uh, Shillelagh uh, Tavern. I know that yeah. place. I've been, okay, I've been cool. there. Um, I don't know Bar Thirteen, but yeah, I know the Jasons. They're fun. Oh, Jasons yeah. are a fun band. Um, so you're right. You're right in the mix with all those. Yep. All those guys, and um, and you're also a Misfits fan. Oh, big time, man! I mean, that's great. I mean, I, I got into the Misfits because I was like, oh, this is like the coolest thing ever. And then when I got a little older, I was like, elder and they're Italian. This is amazing, right? <laughs> so, right, right. Uh, you know, yeah, man. I um, I stumbled upon your show maybe like six months ago. I don't even know what I was looking for. I was like, oh, Misfit stuff. And then after a couple shows, I was like. This is great, man. This is, this is awesome. And um, and now I see people in the chat. Like, I saw Robbie play at the uh, Tracks and Tribute show. Um, oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, did you band, know? Did you, you knew Mr. Monster? Did you know Jason at all? Um, people in my band know. Like, uh, drummer Matty Tudix knows him. He he used to play. Um, he used to tour like a ton, and uh, he had like. Yeah, a bunch of rockabilly bands, hard punk band. So he, he knew those guys, like, you know, at least met them. Um, uh, what was the horror punk band? 
uh, do you remember the name? He let's see. All right, the rockabilly band was um, recently deceased. Um, hmm. He briefly played in the uh, Sonic Creeps as well. Um, okay. Your buddy Chud did an album with them, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, so but he he was in a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Um, my other band was supposed to play with Blitzkid on Halloween, but my wife got COVID. So, oh uh, no, is she doing okay? Yeah, she's got asthma. So yeah. Oh wow. Oh shit. Is she she, uh, she doing okay though? She just started feeling better a couple of days ago. It took. Um, Good. Good. After the first week, we were actually going to do it. We we're like, "This is great," and then she got some like crazy post-viral crap Halloween morning, and um, we had we had this uh, show with them scheduled for two and a half years, and it kept changing, it kept changing because of COVID. Mm. So we we're like, "Oh man, we got Halloween in DC with them. This is going to be amazing." We were so pumped, and uh, you know, I mean, like I know you went on tour with those guys, and I was like, "You know, Blitzkid Halloween, man. You know, it's going to be an awesome show." So, uh, yes, I remember I was, I did a hot, I was with them for their Halloween show in Germany at, uh, in Cologne, Germany. Okay. About 10 years ago. Awesome. Uh, oh, wow. I just realized my, my laptop is about to die. Cause I didn't have the charger in. Wow. That was scary. Okay. <laughs> Um, I was like, oh, what's going on here? Why is this? <laughs> weird? Yeah. Well, good thing we plugged it in, or else this whole thing would have come crashing down. Yeah. Um, no, that's cool. And yeah, like like Bergen County is very there's very rich in in Italian, which is where of course the misfits are from, and all of these horror punk bands kind of spring from the misfits whether they want to admit it or not some of them are proud to say and then there's like this other sort of faction that's like eh, no, there's more to the horror punk than the misfits and it's just kind of it's all kind of stupid yeah. i mean they it's just kind of like acknowledge that like these guys did these guys did it and they broke the mold on it so everybody else who's doing it is you know I mean, they're doing their own thing but yeah it's all a variation of the same theme which is fine which is fun which is cool yeah uh, but the ones that like really strive to sort of be different are the ones that I think really, really stand out to me personally. And there's a few, I used to think, I didn't used to think that way, but you know, when I started to get to know certain bands within the community, I, 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 I saw, I changed my tune a little bit about it. Yep. Uh, but when so you so at some point you did cross paths with uh Jerry. Yes, yes. But before so, we talk about that, okay, we got to yeah. talk about stickers for a second. Cool. The thing about stickers is they're very very sticky and our sponsor riotstickers.com they do stickers really well and they're the official sponsor of the Frumis channel. Do you see these stickers? These are fantastic stickers. What's so great about these stickers, Anthony, is that they have a UV coating on them so that when I stick them in a place that gets a lot of sunshine, the image is not going to fade. They're also printed on vinyl so that they're waterproof. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. 
Um, the stickers are three inches by three inches, and they're doing a special. Uh, listen, uh, Sharpie Wright, he's doing a special promotional deal um, with the From His Channel, with this channel. We don't have a promo code anymore. It's just a it's a URL. You click the URL. It's in the description of this video. Riotstickers.com backslash from us. It's that easy to remember. Riotstickers.com backslash from us. Click that. You're going to get a thousand stickers for $79. Anybody who's in a band that needs to be doing or or anything, if you're making movies, whatever, if you're marketing yourself, if you're especially if you're DIY, you need stickers. You need to get your image out there. So just we were just talking about the misfits and half of what makes the misfits so successful, besides their brilliant songs, is their incredible ability to market like these, like this incredible imagery. And what better way to do that than with stickers? Uh a thousand stickers for $79. That's seven cents per sticker. So check it out down in the description. Ridestickers.com backslash promise. You're gonna get uh, like I said, a thousand stickers for $79. You're not gonna find this deal anywhere else on the site. You have to go to that particular URL. You're not gonna find it at any other competitor site. The only place to get a deal that good, that crazy, that wonderful is right here below in the description. Let's play the 60 second less than Jake video, and then we're gonna we're gonna ask Tony about how he met Jerry only. Ride sticker. We make stickers, banners, and buttons too. Posters and promo cards. There's nothing we can't print for you. From stage backdrops to bass drum heads. We can print on shirts. We can print on hats. We can print on pants. Yeah, baby, riotstickers.com backslash from us. We are the bomb. So, Anthony, tell me, uh, how did you, how did you like, uh, how did you come to know uh, Jerry Only? All right. So, I'm in a band with my wife uh, called uh, Dead End Lane. And, um, oh, hey. oh, I've heard of, okay. I've heard of that band. What's okay. up, Angus? How are you, Angus? I've heard of, <laughs> I heard of that band. That's cool. Cool, man. So yeah, we started off with kind of combination of you know pop punk, hard punk. Yeah, you know, we got like a lot of different um, influences. So after a couple of years, we started getting some shows, um, and then we were fortunate enough to open for the Misfits in our hometown. Um, you know, a uh, pretty sizable uh, place. So um, after the show, um, you know, our merch table was uh, next to theirs, and um, uh, Kenny was there with Jerry Other. So, you know, uh, Kenny's very talkative. Um, the and best. Love Kenny. <laughs> and yeah, Jerry uh, saw my wife come down. And, you know, I think it was for like a big show, you know, Aaron's got to go to the merch table because, you know, she's the face of the band, but she's also a female, all dolled up. You know, I can do their merch, but people are going to want to talk to her, if anybody. 
So she went down there and he's like, hey, you know, I'd like your voice. Uh, cool. So they start talking back and forth. And um, eventually he's like, hey, I'm, I'm in a band. You know, um, we would love to do, do like a uh, shift swap. So he was in a band called uh, Heart of the Matter. Um, and it, it was really funny, too, because uh, our old bass player was Australian. And Jerry wrote on a napkin or something like H-O-T-M. So, you know. Um, he comes up to me and he's like, here's the band that Jerry's and he wants to play with us. I was like, oh, that's great. And he goes, it's called Hottam. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I was like, what is he trying to say? Like, horror autumn? I'm like trying to come up with this stupid <laughs> shit in my head. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right, right. No, dude, it's the abbreviation band. So uh, I'm I'm telling my wife, it's like, yeah, he's in this band called Hottam. And she already knew the, the uh, name of the band. You know, she's letting me go. She's letting me go. She's like, dude, it's idiot it's called heart of the matter so it's like okay so um yeah he comes to baltimore we did a few shows in jersey and um so then he called her up one day it was like hey you know the, um we're doing a cover we'd like to get some backup uh female uh, vocals you know uh, dig your voice so why don't you come and um if you have time and we're like oh yeah of course we do you know as if i'm gonna say no to that so um we drove up i uh, went to the um their studio house uh, in New Jersey um, and just knocked out the song, hung out with him for a bit. And um, it was, it, it was awesome. I mean, it was cool, you know, cause uh, it was awesome to meet them, be in the studio with them. And uh, you know, like a lot of people like have said this about them, but I mean, they're the you know, nicest people ever, um, you know, in addition to being uh, charitable, like they are it, like, the most down-to-earth people ever and um you know it just felt like like i was with family um and you know it's awesome um and uh even like on the like in the studio they would even say like aaron was like hey i, I got an idea for like this one part and he'd be like okay let me hear it okay let's do it you know so like 90 percent of it is what jerry wrote but on this one part she was able to say like i practice this part you know if, if you like it great if you don't like i totally understand and um you know, at one point, I think Jerry even asked me if I wanted to jump on, and I'm not a trained singer at all, man. Like, I do like the punk shit, but like, right. you know, plus like I felt bad. I was like, dude, I don't want to do this because like, I'm looking at my wife and she's been like, you know, the good singer. She's been practicing her ass off, like probably nervous, and like, here's my dumb goofy ass going in there, and be like, oh yeah, I can sing too. And I was like, no, like this you didn't want to steal the spotlight from your wife, well, is what you're saying? Yeah. And I on top of that, that's very like, admirable. I think that's very nice of you. Oh, thank you. On top of that, like I'm sitting with Jerry on a black leather couch. I got my feet up. I'm chumming <laughs> around with him. I was like, I don't want to go up there and sing. Like, <laughs> and Jerry is, you know, he's he's awesome, man. Like he um he reminded me of my grandmother because he's really funny and yeah. he never and he, he never stopped talking. I mean, it was <laughs> you know, and I felt at home because that's exactly how my grandmother is, man. Like, I think at one point, like, um, we had to pause like, the, the uh, recording because uh, I think, like, I think somebody came over and there, you know, it's, it was a very professional studio, a soundproof and everything. But like, whoever, I guess, had come over was like a friend so loud. He's like, dude, he's like, no, he's like, I got to wait for them to stop talking, man. He's like, you know, so, uh, yeah, it was cool, man. We, um, uh, kept in touch with those guys. Um, a couple of years later, they came to Baltimore and um, we caught them at the tour bus outside. And um, 
you know, we started talking to uh, Jerry Other, and uh, Jerry only came out, and he's like, hey, he's like, I remember you guys. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we did the song. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool. And he's like, Aaron, he's like, how about you come up and, and uh, sing with us? And I was like, oh, awesome, nice. awesome. Yeah. And then I look at her, and, like, you see the blood just drain out of her eyes. She's like, Aww. I got I got to practice, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, he, he called her up. Yeah. So wait, so you went up to you went up to the Pro Edge factory in Vernon to record this, or you were in they were in a studio studio. He's um, it was it was like a house, so it was oh, like, a, cool. like I think it was like a private uh, residence or a house that he either bought or had rented, but it, it was not the Pro Edge. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's so cool, man. And, and, you know, I got to tell you, I really got to hand it to Jerry other one of my, I listened to the anti-hero record yep. and I have to say my favorite part of the record is the guitars, man, which he did with AC yeah. Slade. He crushed it, dude. He really crushed it. Uh, his guitars were awesome. And, you know, he wrote, he helped to write those songs. So it's like, yeah. I mean, I want to see a Jerry other record to be honest yeah. with you. That's what I want. I want like a, a, and you know, he has, I don't know. You could tell he, he obviously he's influenced by the misfits and stuff, but he quite clearly has like a, a wide music taste. I, I just want to see what that guy would, would do. Cause yep. he's, you know, he's well versatile in the studio. I just want to see what he does. That's, that's honestly what I want. Yep. Um, that song taboo. I, I said this a couple of times now. Yes, it could easily be covered. But if Elvis was alive or Johnny Cash was alive, mm -hmm. it was like that period of their career where they were like, yeah. you know, um, like, well, they were always kind of Elvis was always covering songs, but Johnny yeah. Cash wasn't. But like if it was that period where Johnny Cash was like really covering songs and and, uh, uh, it, or, you know, if it was Elvis trying to do like a, an album of, of material, I, I feel like tat uh, taboo would fit perfectly yes. on either one yes. of those records. And mm -hmm. that is not blowing smoke up at anybody's asses. Right. I've been plenty critical when I'm critical of, of, for my own personal taste of what I like and do not like, but I have to hand it. I have to hand like, you know, credit where credit is due. I was blown away by that track. Mm -hmm. The song that Aaron was singing backups for that was which, which song was that? What was that for? Uh, science fiction double feature. Wow. So her voice yeah. is on that track. That's really cool. Yep. It's cool. Cause like, I know her voice and you know, like the band like knows her voice. So mm -hmm. she, she's got a good range, but she is definitely like a contralto. Like she's got like the low tone. So it like on the song, there's like, I think three little like parts of the backup for each course. And the first part is definitely lower. And like, I hear her voice like 90% in that mix of the three singers, but then on the high part, I don't really hear it at all. So um, it, it was just kind of cool to hear that uh, being like at least present for that. And um, I agree with you. Jerry's got an ear for music. Um, uh, Jerry other. Um, yeah. His 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 band like hot I mean or hot the hell um heart of the matter they were uh like, I guess like a pop punk band so he did a lot of guitar work but um he was backup vocal and like he could he could do a lot for backups um you know he had like a really good uh, uh pitch for the backups and from what I believe I was told is when the science fiction 
EP. I believe that was the first time he mixed like on an album. Oh, um, really? Stasium, I believe, you know, did like like the final mix and master, or uh, you know, but like from what I understand, uh, um, Jerry other that was like his first time he really had his hands like in the mix. And uh, that's really cool. He, um, I thought like his uh, solo song that he came out like a few years ago was awesome. Yeah, um, I did. Right, yes, I heard that one too. I did think yeah. that was great. That's what I'm saying. Give us, let me yeah. see an album. I'm, I'm ready for yeah. the album. So it's like. I, I I'm stoked that he's doing that. He's helping his dad and he's doing, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's obviously involved in, in all those matters, but it's like you, like he has this whole brand as just being like, he could just be Jerry other, like yeah. separate from everything else. I think that's really cool. Like yeah. go be Jerry other, like, let's see that. I want to see that at least that that's Absolutely. something that interests me. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah. No, that's really great. And what about, and so Jerry, uh, Jerry was Jerry's like the producer on these recordings. You think like at that time, like is he sort of the one that's orchestrating everything, or is there is it is it like really a combination of things? From what you saw, from what you remember, um, Jerry was recording everything. So, and I know he was mixing it too. So, you know how much he did in the in like the final mix, I, I have no idea. I just remember like Ed Stasium name was on it, right? Uh, but I know Jerry right. also did you know, some of the, um, and I, I thought I heard him say it was the first time. Cause like, I thought it was kind of like a big deal for him. Sorry. Like, he, I let me clarify. I don't mean to cut you yeah. off. I mean, Jerry okay. only not Jerry other, but oh, well, okay. Jerry, was Jerry only like, like, we're, like, was he sort of like conducting the, the, the session oh. or was he just sort of like more like how what did you remember from that obviously he was talking to you on the couch and whatnot too but yeah 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 um he was kind of guiding aaron so you know he'd be like okay you know like here's the part you know if we had to do like another take he would tell her okay that was good but let's do it like this you know um more of like guidance instruction like you were saying um and then you know that's if she had producing. A, that's like some producing yeah. type stuff yep huh so to me, you know, Jerry and Jerry like were, and probably still are, you know, doing like like a lot of working together with like the whole thing. Um, I, I would have to guess. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm just you know theorizing, but you know that's what sure, was sure. kind of happening at the time. And but they were open to stuff, you know. Um, and I wasn't sure if they were even gonna like, you know, even listen to her idea, but she at least you know, came up with one, and they like it worked, and they were like, hey, that's cool, yeah, blah blah blah, and. You know, Jerry's in the Misfits. He, he can do whatever the hell he wants. So, you know, like uh, them to pick up this this random person and say, hey, come on over. You know, we'll like pay you for this. And Oh, what? You have an idea? Hey, let's try it. I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. Um, yeah. So Listen, I, I, you know, it is it is really cool. And, you know, Jerry, uh, my I, I, br I briefly met Jerry only once after a Misfit show uh, okay. when they during, during Riot Fest. And it was great. And he was super friggin' awesome. And I, you nice. can see, I mean, you can see how good he is to, you know, the people that come to see him and his fans and the people that support him. And, you know, the, the, it, it's just, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice sort of like a circle of interaction. Uh, and I always, you always, you hear nothing, but you hear nothing but great stories about yep. just like uh, all the time I hear, especially people are always telling me stories about like 
the time that you know Jerry only busted out the grill to flip yeah. hamburgers, you know that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you know it's 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 cool, man. It's it's really cool. That's such a what a fun, what a fun, awesome experience um, for you to have, and as well as the humility to be like, I'm gonna hang back and let my wife, you know, do do her thing. I don't want to like crowd her. In this yeah. moment where, you know, yeah. especially with like you said, like the the blood drained from her face a little bit, like she wasn't sure of her, yeah. like not like or whatever. She wasn't like yeah. nerve or she was nervous or something like to like not like put any additional sort of agita in the mix is good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. How did you guys meet? Because you guys you said you guys were in a band. So did you guys meet through music originally? We um we ended up working at the same place together. So, you know, we were younger and um I was uh I was kind of mentoring like her little like training section. It was like office job and you know, when I got my first office job, I was just happy I wasn't working like outside or doing anything crazy and I had like a normal schedule. I had no idea what I was going to do. So, you know, I was having fun. I was always joking with people and um after about a year of my wife working there, I saw she was really an art. She's an artist and uh I was like, are you into you know, music by chance? And um, I feel people that are maybe like close to 40 at least had some exposure to punk because it was like on MTV, stuff like that. Sure. And um, so she was like, yeah. And then we just started going back and forth. Um, I didn't actually know she sang until she called me one day and was like, I'm doing karaoke. How would you come up and see me? And she was trashed. And my wife like didn't really drink too much. So at the time, you know, I didn't really know her that well. And I called like, uh, I called, I called my best friend. And I was like, let's go to this bar and hang out. And I was like, I know a bunch of people who are trash going to sing karaoke. It's going to be terrible. This is great. We're going to laugh at him. And she went up there and sang a Jewel song and she sang it really well. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, man, she can actually sing. So, um, you know, we started talking, we started playing uh, music. And then um, within about, you know, six months, we started looking for drummers, stuff like that. Started the band. So. That's pretty rad, dude. That is pretty yeah. rad. Um, oh, my God. I don't know if you see what's going on in the chat right now, but these, I mean, this guy, this guy just does not, never stops, never okay. freaking stops. For the record, for anybody who's who watches this stream again, just to clarify, there's a guy who just has a lot of time on his hands and just keeps making like various YouTube names. Like he's going through the process of creating an email account and a YouTube account that connects to it just to write Jeff from in some combination of Jeff from does this or Jeff from sucks or whatever. And then proceeds to say either racist things or whatever, like with my name. And that is not me. The only time if you see from us with the moon face and if you click on it and it brings you to my page with all my videos quite clearly that is me from us yeah. there's only one from us that's it there's a jeff from us with the with the face like this but that's a very old youtube account so there is a jeff from us that is me but it's not any of these jeff promises and you can you'll you will know all you got to do is click on those youtube channels and you will see i'm sorry i even have to do this in the middle of this of this pod of the stream yeah, but like it's just, it has to be said, and it's just, it's nasty, especially, you know, we're doing a show, you know, uh, that's sort of Italian themed to have Italian 
um, slurs in in the comments is just yeah. detestable. Especially it makes me feel terrible because my name is attached and I really can't do anything about it. I mean, I guess I could report the guy over and over again. I don't know. I don't even know. He's got so many names. Uh, the best thing I could really do is ignore it, which I'm not doing. I'm making it worse by even talking about it right now. But I just, you know, I don't know what to do. It sucks. I mean, you got to say something, you know, so I guess I yeah, have, yeah. I'm forced to, I'm really forced yeah. to, we're sitting here talking about Paisans and there's a guy <laughs> in the comments, like saying like a na nasty Italian slurs. It's like, Oh my God. Like whoever watches this, maybe it's just turn off the, I'll just have to turn off the live chat. That's what I'll have to do yeah. for this episode. I don't like to do that ever, but I can't, I can't have the live chat connected to it. So we'll we'll just disable the live chat after. I usually I like to leave them archived because it's so fun to see yeah. all the comments. But I'm gonna have to do that unfortunately for this one because it's just not it's not appropriate, man. It always takes one asshole, man. It takes one asshole to ruin it, it for everybody. One asshole yeah. to ruin it for everybody. So tell me about um, tell me about what is is the most challenging part for you doing this new band um italian uh, italian blood what is like the most challenging thing about starting essentially a new band and and, and getting it out there so I, I probably had two challenges the first was to see who would be interested um in this band because i had so many people that were like so wait a minute you're a bunch of Italians. You're trying to play music. Is it punk? Is it Italian? I think they were very confused. And, um, you know, like, does anyone want to play in a band that's not Italian? Like, I was like, yeah, let's get five Pazans, man. Let's, you know, I'll do it. You have, like, this dream of like, everyone's going to be like, hey, this is Gino and Pepe and Tony. And, like, you know, it's easy to meet those guys. But then they get it into punk rock. It's a little different. I had guys that were Italian. Like, oh, this is interesting. But I've never played punk rock. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to work, man. Come on. Um, you know, I need some experience. So then I found a couple guys. Um, we do have, as you said, the token Irishman. Every Italian movie's got one Irishman. Um, and then, uh, you know, um, but after the first year, you know, we had like uh, music, we had ourselves established, which, but that's like, you know, like for any band, really, you just got to fight through the, the personalities, that, you know, to see like if it's going to work. Um, so, um and after that i mean our biggest thing right now is was just COVID because uh yeah we, started, we played for a year and a half and um we played like we were starting to play all the places i mean you know being italian is great in baltimore because i got philly i got jersey i got new york i got long island um you know connecticut's got a little scene boston's got a little scene um but you know for us like we have some are trying to play everywhere but you know for us like being in a band it's called like I call it the spider web. Like you start local and then yeah, you build like sure. you build another layer. Mm -hmm. And we went to Philly first and we had a bunch of good shows there. And then we started branching out to New York. We got lucky to play uh someplace Kingsland. Um, you know, nice. cool um and then COVID hit. So we had to like get all the contacts over. You know, we were a young band, so for us it was it was tough because like it didn't take us like all that time to start over again. But like no one really knew who we were enough. We played with like a bunch of bands that we like. Okay, I remember you guys. I remember you guys. Let's get some shows. But 
then plus you know, two years later, bands break up. So sure. Um, we sure. had a lot of, you know, report bands and, you know, there's still a bunch of bands that we have known uh, since 2019 that we still play with, but just getting back into the swing of things. So now, you know, we got, um, we had lineup changes too after COVID. So we, our full length has to come out in two years because of COVID, because in addition to the studio time, which, you know, is one thing, we constantly had lineup changes. So it would take us a few months and then someone would move or someone would, you know, just stop playing the band or something. So, yeah. we, uh, you know, now, you know, we're fortunate. We're going back to Jersey. Um, we've been in Jersey three times this year already. Going back to New York, we're already there up once. And that's, you know, kind of what we're doing. Let's get like our music out now because, you know, for us, it's about playing. Um, if you're online, like everything is basically about video um, and like the amount of like releases you do, um, I say within reason, you know, I'd rather do three or four releases than in one giant album. Um, sure. Um, and it's all about video, you know, like for you, it's all about how can I get as much content as possible that people sure. will pay attention to. So sure. um, for us, it's kind of like we got like a foot in each one. So we got to get people like to know us, you know, to come to shows, to spread the word. Um, so we always like playing. I mean, I'm like addicted to playing. Uh, but at the same time, like we got to have our music after COVID, you know, I'd rather play a show because I couldn't play for a year and a half. Um, and so let me ask yeah. you this. So yeah. where are you at? Where are you at with your YouTube channel right now? Do you guys have an official YouTube channel set up? We do. We haven't, man, it's, it's been rough. We haven't had like the luck of having a lot of videos. So, um, but that's my next thing is like, I got to get a lot more videos on YouTube, on, on TikTok, stuff like that. Cause, uh, it's all about the videos, man. It's all about gaining that, you know, the streams, uh, the uh the subscribers stuff like that so uh well i'll tell you something you you yeah. mentioned a bunch of things and like you mentioned a bunch of things just now like a bunch of challenges and what i overheard and again i am not as you know you're fully aware i'm not a musician but i you know talk musicians all the time we have musicians on the channel all the time yeah. um i think the answer to almost every one of the problems or challenges let's call them challenges that you yeah. said is you need a you need a channel, man. You need a channel, yeah. or you have a channel. You said you need to yeah. you need to get that thing loaded with stuff yeah. because here's the thing: at the end of the day, COVID, not COVID, the first place people are going to find you yeah. and see what you're all about is on YouTube, man. And you know, yeah. I got to tell you a shining example of this. He was in the chat earlier. I don't know if he's still. He's probably not here anymore. But Robbie Bloodshed has done a, a great job of just, he churns out music videos. Mm, he's constantly yeah. putting out, he's always putting out like records, but he's got such a good presence on YouTube. Gotcha, man. You yeah. know, and it's like, and yes, like, and I see Gary X, he's saying in the channel, uh, an active Instagram. Sure. Instagram yeah. is great. And yeah. Facebook is good. But all of those, I think are so secondary for bands. Like every time you play a gig, you should have to fuck throw up a camera, just yeah. one camera, 
just just have like something recording the show throw that show up on youtube all of your shows i can't tell you how many times when i go down like a rabbit hole for a band that like i go to youtube and i'm like constantly looking up live videos of of stuff you know and that all comes from that all comes from hey let's put up like this digital place so even if we're not playing shows even when you're not active when you're as you said you're 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 working working collar guys weekend warriors are doing your thing if you have though if you have your live shows if you have even just vlog videos band vlog videos talk about pizza talk about anything like people don't realize that YouTube is the it's like this democratized place where it's a dem- and I'm not lecturing at you in particular. I'm just oh, like yeah, yeah. passionately totally. sprouting in general about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. the this idea that you have this broadcast studio where you can have your own personal thing that yep. is connected to every tablet, every phone, yep. every smart TV, every Roku box right next to Hulu right next to netflix right next to amazon prime it's right there you just got to get good at making the thumbnails it's it's awesome dude it's fucking awesome and um and i just think i think the solution personally i think like all the things you're talking about like struggling as a new band so many of those things can be mitigated or you can fight back you can push back on them and obviously COVID is somewhat past. I mean, it hasn't, yeah. your Aaron, your wife just suffered from it, but like, yeah. I'm saying like the big, the big thing that we think of as that time is sort of come and gone now. And people are like actively out. So it doesn't really like, I feel like, like particularly at the worst, at the height of that, to have a YouTube channel, an active YouTube channel was crucial. I know. I mean, that's when I started doing this again, was at the height yeah. of yeah the lock everything was locked down i just started talking to this camera and i've been doing it literally ever since like almost every day compulsively for some strange reason but like it's like it's such a it's such an incredible tool to wield and yes instagram is so important too but i feel like for bands youtube and the seo search engine optimization get all your keywords all and the beautiful thing about your band it's you know it's it's italian stuff so you yeah. got the Sopranos thing. I, that's what I put Sopranos in the thumbnail because you yep. had it on the yeah, yeah. for your EP. I was like, okay, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put that on Front Street because they put it on Front Street. But it's yep. like you can the 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 intersectionality, the cross searching that's available to you between you know uh, terminology, Gabagool, friggin' Sopranos, friggin' Italian Christmas. It's like it's just it's it's all there, man. And, and I'm yeah. stoked for you, man. I think it's great. I think your concept is cool. And um, it's awesome. I'm going to go follow you on Bandcamp as well. I, I like to do yep. that. I haven't actually fired up my Bandcamp in a while. I'm going to do it now before I forget. I'm going to uh, take a look at this. But, dude, get that fucking YouTube channel. Yeah, Fire yeah. it up, man. Fire it up. Yeah, when you're firing me, I'm just talking about it. Like, <laughs> in the very Good. beginning, we had a whole bunch of videos. Like, we had, like, a ton and then I think um, the past year, just with like the different lineups, and like we've also had like we've toughed out a lot of these shows. But we like we've had band members that had COVID. We had band members injured. So like mm-hmm. it, it, it's been a little uh, wacky with you know some of the, the uh, lineups. But uh, yeah, man, I got a um, I got a camera. I got some equipment. Great. So, uh, I guarantee you we'll have a lot more uh, coming up soon. Great. And, uh, 
Also, the one thing, too, is we like to throw shit at the audience. Like, I throw pizza boxes, like, into the crowd. <laughs> yeah. So. That's hilarious. That's amazing. Yeah. I've got one video of us in Philly at the old Connie's RIP um, in the Italian market. I can't believe the place closed. But uh, we had this dude. He just, like, it was, like, second-degree salt, man. He, like, all these guys were, you know, throwing pizzas, uh, boxes at each other. We threw in there. And this dude, like, went off, man. It was, like, five seconds of, like, every every fiber of anger in his body went out, like, on this dude, man. And, wow. Um, we, um... You know, put messages in the pizza boxes sometimes. Occasionally, have like a, a piece of pizza that's in there. Um, you know, the so lucky slice. Yeah, the lucky, <laughs> who's slice. gonna get the lucky slice? Um, and for Christmas, we got the Delaware and um, the Queen show. There's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot more annex for that one because we're gonna do uh, a medley of our, our Christmas songs. So the uh, the amount of stuff that will be thrown at the audience will increase. And have a that's bit great of- and get it yeah. all on tape get yep. it all on, on 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 your on your camera again you don't need and you know what's funny you don't need to like editing is nice but you don't even need to edit it just make sure that the sound is clear make yep. sure that it gets all of you on the stage and then just throw it up on youtube just keep doing it throw it yep. all up put put you know take out just the christmas medley and put italian yep. blood christmas medley because people search for Christmas med- melodies all the freaking time, dude. I mean, yeah. that's going to come up. That, that, that'll that come up in the search uh, yeah. uh, super, super quickly. And, you know, just even just like talking about, you can just talk about Italian shit. You could talk about, you know, you could talk about favorite gangster movies. You could talk about, you know, the Sunday sauce, what the Sunday sauce with Italian yep. blood, you know, like it just stuff like that. There's so much, there's so much like, um and, and people will find it people will find yeah. it if you you know if you put it out there and and you do you know you keep refining it fi- figure out what works and what does it i'm constantly in a state of discovery what works what doesn't i experiment yeah. i try to do it lately i've been into these youtube shorts which i'm sure annoys the shit out of anybody who's subscribed to the channel because they're getting these fucking stupid notifications i feel terrible but at the same time yeah. youtube was like hey you gotta do youtube shorts because um it will boost your channel so i think of youtube shorts as market outreach and so i'm like trying to do at least two a day and it's really annoying like i kind of hate doing it but i do it because i don't even make stuff i just react to other videos okay yeah yeah, you know because it's effortless because i could do it right from my phone i could do it while i'm with my kids you know what i mean i don't have to look like it's not like coming down here, like getting ready for the show. I got to put the kids to sleep. Kids got to be in bed. Got to like, got to hook up the mm-hmm. microphone. It's different, you know? Yeah. So, um, did you, you said you had a, you said you had one child. What, what did you say? I was trying, you said, earlier. yeah, yeah. Yep. I've got one child. That was it. How uh, old? Uh, five, five. Oh, yeah. great age. Yeah. That's a great age. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah. Thank you. She says the YouTube shorts crack crack her up. That's great. There you go. There you go. And cheers from Detroit from Vader Camp. Um, five. Wow, boy, girl, boy, boy. Oh, you got yeah, your five year old boy. That's nice. That's great. He's, That's he's great. all boy too, man. He's he's wild. He's funny. And are you his... turning him on to shit that like you like, or you like like is he in, into discovery yet? Like you know, like oh, like you know, this is what I watched when I was five. That kind of thing, or is it? He's big into music, man. He's huge. Uh, 
when he was two, he was uh, he was dancing and singing to Elvis and like Chuck oh, Berry. Cool. We took him to see Dion um, when he was four. What a treat! Yeah, he um, now he's starting to get more into you know punk stuff. So like, um, it's sucking for Halloween. We had all these videos of him singing in the car uh, to uh, Starlight Decay. And oh, really? I couldn't <laughs> wait to show Argyle, man. Uh, I think we're going to catch Argyle um, and them at the Philly show uh, later this year. But, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, man, like he's, uh, you know, he's getting his stuff like Weezer because it's more like uh, sing-songy. Um, sure. He, he likes Misfits. He, he wanted to listen to London Dungeon for like a month straight, man, which I thought was the coolest thing ever. That is cool. Uh, so, yeah. uh, just be aware of this. And this happened with my son. My okay. son was really into the Beatles from the ages of two to four. Okay. He was really into like a lot of garage rock. I listened to a lot of garage rock too. I like like the Tijuana Panthers, uh, Jay uh, Retard. But we, we don't call him that in the household, especially. I don't want him saying yeah. that word, obviously, even though that's his yeah. name. That's his stage name is Jay Retard. Spelt, yeah. spelt with an extra A. Um, but we just call him JJ because we don't want to say that word out loud. You're not allowed to say that word anymore. But um, uh, what was interesting, and Dark Thoughts, another band from Philly that I used to love. You know Dark Thoughts? Yes. I, mean, oh, I, I don't know the band, but I, I've heard the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Great yeah. music. Um, yeah. But what I discovered about my son was, you know, or what I discovered about that age is they remember some shit. But a lot of the shit that they pack into their memory uh, goes away. Okay. And you're like, like when they yeah. turn six, you're like, hey, remember X, Y, Z? They're like, uh? And I'm like, I'm like, dude. I was like, it was just a year ago. And it's so trippy to see to see how their memories, they don't remember shit. They're like, mm. they hold on to certain core memory things. But like, I don't know. It's just really interesting uh, to see how they forget. And then I have to show them YouTube video. I Not YouTube video, just cell phone video because I record everything. Yeah, And yeah. I'm like, hey, remember this? And they're like, or I'm like, remember, you're singing lyrics to the Beatles songs and now you don't remember the, the <laughs> lyrics at all. And it like just yeah. kind of blows me away. So it's weird yeah. how that stuff sort of erodes a little bit, a little bit, or in certain cases. So don't be surprised. Okay. Like yeah, yeah. Think that they're, you're like, oh, I got them started at a young age, and then they, they go, they shift, and they develop their own sort of like vibe, interest, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like my son was really listening heavily to Imagine Dragons for a minute. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which you know, I don't like that band at all, but I wasn't gonna yuck on his yums. So anytime yeah, they came yeah. on, I just was like, "Yeah, dude, cool. Imagine Dragons, whatever." But like, okay, because like you know, I don't want to like, I don't want to, uh, I didn't want to dull harsh his mellow on something that he was really into. Absolutely. Um, they get into what they get into. You know. Yeah. Uh Wyma, I don't know if that's how you say that. Wyma D saw Blitzkid last night. Oh. Angus says, My son who was 23 did not remember most stuff. I ended up reminding him. Yeah, that's there you go. There you go. that's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah. Whoa boy. 23. I sometimes I think about that. Like you, you that's another thing too that I've noticed. Like my son will turn his head. My son's seven now. He'll turn okay. his head ever so slightly. And like I'll suddenly see him if he was an adult, like what he's uh, gonna look like when he's an adult. Yeah. 
just for like a, a flash, like just for a sliver of a second. And I'm like floored. I'm like blown away. I'm like, oh my God. I, I kind of can see how your face is going to grow into an adult and it's crazy. And obviously you can't really know, but it's still kind of like you just get these moments where they just look so like mature for their age. And you're yeah. like, Oh my God, that's, that's you. That's what's, that's, what's going to be you. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's you. a trip, man. It's a freaking trip. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is a trip. So is he yeah. in kindergarten now? We held him back. He's got like a slightly late birthday, so okay, uh, it's good. It's good. No, that's we did the same thing. We did this. We yep. also held our son back as well. Did yeah. same exact thing. He our our son's a September baby, and mm-hmm. we had him do. I think he did. He either did kindergarten or he did pre K twice. I don't remember which one it yep. was. One of those. Yeah, that's good. That's that's not yeah. a that's a good thing. You know, that's a good yep. thing. And you know what? At the end of the day, the the the, the I always give this advice to parents unsolicited advice to parents. And I always say, here's my advice to you. Don't listen to anything that anybody fucking says. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're the only one that knows what's right for you and your family. It's nobody else's fucking business. Nobody, you know, like you can, if you want to ask somebody, that's fine, but don't let anybody tell you, what you nope. should like what is right or wrong for your thing you do you do you that's you know yeah i mean that was the you know my parents were like you know like they were the king and queen of that shit they oh, couldn't really wait to tell me, you know they always couldn't wait to tell me whose kid whose friend like did this so i should do that shit too yeah and I was, uh, <laughs> it, it, being a punk rocker man that was the last thing i wanted to fucking hear right like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. He wants to go do that shit or be in Boy Scouts or uh, wear his L.L. Bean jacket. Great. I don't want to fucking wear that stupid thing. So, you know, that's how it was with me. You know, they were always uh, I was kind of looking around, man. And it's me. And I'm it's harder forward. when it's mom and yeah. dad. When it's your mom yeah. and dad, it's a little bit hard. I mean, like, you know, because they, they there's a obviously they're your parents. There's a rapport. It's not like, right. <laughs> uh, you know, it's. Yeah. It's it's a little they feel more comfortable saying that they'll they'll feel more comfortable like giving unsolicited advice, but it's the strangers or it's the people, it's friends, or it's like casual acquaintances yeah. that just will like unsolicitatedly, whether they have kids or not, tell you something and it's just kind of like <laughs> my, like 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 stay in your lane, okay? Yeah, you stay in your yeah. lane, I'm gonna stay in my lane, like you know, that uh, apart, you know, assuming that I'm not spoon feeding uh tax to my you know, like right, push right. pins like not like funneling push pins down the esophagus of a child which right. common sense would dictate that you wouldn't do something like that but yeah. you know um yeah. but yeah that's what uh, it's just funny like you know that that that's and you know what else is interesting too it's like they're always and michelle says yeah michelle says it's good to give them extra time with a late birthday um yep. The other thing that's interesting about about all that stuff is, um, and I see that it's already ten twenty seven. So we're gonna we're gonna land this airplane very very shortly because I gotta be up super duper early in the morning. Um, but what's interesting is uh, how you you deal with challenges. There are certain challenges that will come about, and like you know what whether it's like whether it's like oh baby doesn't sleep all night. Or you know, uh, teething, or you know, mm-hmm. whatever the whatever the, the 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 thing is, and what I realized was, like, okay, 
this is like this is like really challenging right now but it's not going to last forever and i just have to remember that the yeah. that the that the toughness of whatever the thing i'm facing it's it's temporary and that you just got to be diligent and hold on tight and keep doing what you're doing but that the 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 backside to that is even though that whatever the thing is will eventually like fix itself there's yeah. always going to be a new thing so it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, right like there's always yeah. going to be a new thing so like oh kid learns how to kid learns how to go to the bathroom by himself great no more diapers <laughs> but then there's like another thing and yep. there's like another thing it's like there's always going to be a thing but the thing will eventually like work itself out but there'll yeah. always be another one waiting for you and that's like the thing to remember is that like it, it it's never it's not going to be permanent it's but you know keep stay on your toes because there's going to be more you know <laughs> that sort of thing yep um at least that's been my experience but it's been yeah. it's great oh, i love it i, fr I freaking freaking love it um and lately my son he's been like you know he knows like what curse words are but he won't say them <laughs> that's good that's and good. Like, it's good but like yeah. i just like kind of want to hear him say like fuck because i think it's funny <laughs> yeah, but i'm yeah. also like you shouldn't be saying fuck so i was just kind of like i kind of explained it to him because he was asking me why and like back you know what my parents would have just said because yeah and that yeah. would have been it because but you yeah. know what I got beat with the spoon because I said the fuck spoon, man. The spoon, the wooden, the wooden spoon. spoon. Yeah, but like, you know, today, like I can say to my son, I could go, okay, well, here's the like logical explanation. I'm an adult, so I can say these things because I know what the context of when to say them is. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I know when it's the right time to say fuck and when you shouldn't say fuck. And yep. you are a child and when you're older no. you'll be allowed to say it because you'll know when the right time is but you don't know yet so you have to wait so you can do it you just can't do it for a long time you can't do it right now and my no. son is like yeah okay that like he's very acceptive of that like he's very yeah. he very yeah. much accepts that you know so i don't know it's interesting it's all yeah. interesting right all about the familiar <laughs> man all about the familiar so. All, all about the familia. Angus says, yeah. Angus says, I agree about not taking advice. I have dealt with nosy teachers before. Very annoying. Yeah. Michelle says, because I say, because I said so, that's why. Uh, how do I say this? Wyma, Yuma, Yuma, Wyma D says the wooden spoon. Oh my God. Uh, and uh, Joanne agrees. Joanne Peeny. Joanne Peeny says yep um so yeah man is there any so what is coming up immediately for italian blood that that everybody should be on their toes that that you're going to promote on your on your youtube channel that's right man do you have a do you have 100 subscribers yet no no oh my god okay like, you gotta get that's your yeah. first that's your first yep. task get 100 subscribers you know why because then you can change your you the 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 url to be okay. Italian blood, which is what yeah, you yeah. want. YouTube.com yeah. backslash Italian blood. Got to get to the hundred subscribers. I'll you, send yeah, me your man. channel. I'll make sure I'm subscribed okay. to you. Okay. Right, cool. That's the yeah, first yeah. thing. But what is, so what is, what is in the immediate, immediate future right now? Okay. So we got, you know, as far as shows, we got a bunch coming up. We got um, two in Jersey next week. Uh, the Mill Hill, a meat locker. And then in December. Right. right. 
the, the two shows we talked about as far as music we got a full length coming out probably two months maybe three but it's just a matter of getting like the final mix master i'm not an album person but we've had this thing for so long it, it all needs to come congratulations out. Yeah. mazel tov to you um and then in addition we got two eps coming out next year so we got the, the gabagool one that we talked about right and then the uh jersey shore ep which is all about jersey shore uh, <laughs> oh boy it, it, that's gonna, gonna be fun it's gtl is one of the songs um of course <laughs> uh i got a song it's called um you know you want it it's all about uh being a guido at the gym and uh finding a guido at the, you know at the gym it's like a dating thing but it all takes place you know in the gym obviously um dude you have to have a song called take the cannoli and the only lyrics are take the cannoli it should be like a hardcore breakdown song and it's <laughs> yeah. just take the cannoli in a variety of different ways okay okay over and over again and okay. you can turn it into like a crowd anthem where we're just going take the cannoli yeah. and just go over and over and over again and just get it and then yeah. you print t-shirts take the cannoli you, you got this all you got this yeah. man you got yeah, this yeah. it's gonna be great yeah man I mean, our ideas are endless, you know. Um, endless. We got um, a song that I wrote all about uh, Silvio, the Italian prime minister. I'm, I don't know if you are familiar with the bunga bunga stuff that was going on over there. Um, bunga not- bunga. Are you talking about like, no, I don't know what bunga bunga is, and I don't know who Silvio. All right, fill me in. Fill- We're going to end with this. Fill okay. me in on this. And Sylvia- yeah, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Break it down. Uh, Sylvia was the prime minister and he was having these lavish bunga bunga parties and uh, in like basically, you know, wait uh, a minute. Is do you wait bunga bunga as in like unga bunga? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I, I do think it's different, but it was basically he was having uh, all his little his, you know, like political friends and powwows and people with money. And he was yeah. getting these people to come in and then. uh he eventually you know, got taken out of the position because it was just getting out of control. Um, you know, people coming up, females coming up, playing the role. They couldn't right. prove it was like prostitution, but some real it shady was a, shit was going on. It was a scandal. There was a scandal yeah. in the church yep. with this prime minister guy. But yep. you called it a, what did you call it? A bunga bunga? Yep. So it was, <laughs> yeah, sorry, like, go ahead. it was like, it was like his back room was like the bunga bunga room. <laughs> So, okay okay yeah. okay so, uh sylvia's bunga bunga that's gonna be one of the songs you know anything we can take yeah 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 i get it i get it so, take the cannoli take the cannoli, take the cannoli. Yeah, and then go. no no you sing take the cannoli and then everybody in the crowd goes take the cannoli and it just goes back and forth back and yep. forth and it just gets crazier and crazier and yeah it'd be crazy um so I'll Angus, Sorry, go um, ahead. What were you going to say? I'll tell you what. If this comes out, okay. There we go. Someone remembers it. Uh, yeah, somebody, uh, Angus remembers it. If we do the song, I will make sure, even if it's remotely, I get you on that, man. I, you, you, listen, you send me the track. I will do some fucking gang okay. vocals in the background. I have a recording set up here. You could, okay. you could hypothetically, you could yeah, do yeah. that. Okay. Uh, you could send me send me the track from Maryland. 
I would do gang vocals if if that ever became an actual real thing. That was that was just a a half half joking lark. But if you ever decided that you did want to do it, take the cannoli track, and you did do that, I, we got a lot of people supporting. Michelle is one hundred percent here for take the cannoli. Tell you, you just get like some hardcore breakdown, like and then you know like because he got the breakdown section yeah and it just turned into a thing and, and even cousin johnny cousin is johnny. all about it cousin johnny says go. i'm there here for it <laughs> dude that's great that's really great yeah. listen i really want to thank anthony so much for coming on the show i mean what what a, it was so fun to learn all about italian blood to to hear your stories and, uh, uh, you know, and when you do come to New York, if I am available, if my calendar's open, I will definitely try to make it out. I never, I never want to promise because I don't like yeah. to promise things that I would hundred percent can't deliver. It happens often. People ask me to go to the shows all the time and I'm just like, you know, kids, shit, yeah, yeah. cars, cool. it always, it always difficult, but, yeah. but. I, I I'm I'm out there I'm out there friggin' rooting for you, man, and I think it's great. I really really do. Um, and yeah, just keep me keep me uh, 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 keep me informed about uh, your, your 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 doings and stuff. When the new album is released, send it to me so I can send me the the link to the Bandcamp. I'll put it on the YouTube channel to let everybody know here so that they're well well aware that that it's come out. And yep. Angus says. This could be popular where I live as there we uh, go. in St. Louis as has a large Italian population. That's great. Um, go. You gotta, go. you gotta try and what about like the feasts that don't they have like the, do they have bands play at the feasts? You gotta get on one of those feasts. Yeah. We, um, Baltimore's got a couple things. So it's got, everybody's got one. So I want to, um, I want to tread lightly because uh, I know people who are older who like have a podcast or like they're really like enamored with the stuff we do. And some of them like they really like it. Some of even like the crude stuff, they think it's hysterical. But I have been in a chat room before where I kind of said something. People just like lost their goddamn mind. They're like, really? you know, they were like ultra conservative. Now, like this uh, is uh, people like in person. So like they, yeah. Just, like, but like this guy is like a fucking maniac, and I was like, "All right, I'm out." You know, obviously, I'm, it's not going to work with you guys. But uh, you know, for the right people, and like, it's, we that's have- so tough, man. It's so yeah. tough. The, the the politics has gotten so crazy in this day and age. Yep. It's become so div- divisive. I used to try and yeah. be a peace and love for everybody, even if I don't agree with yeah. your beliefs. But when the other side's beliefs are just so crazy it just yeah. it becomes hard you can't you can't reconcile it after a while it sucks it freaking yeah. sucks it's divided us in so so many ways so that's tough it's stuff you got to tread you got to tread lightly tread carefully uh, that, yeah. that's it's wise of you to be cautious yeah. um hang on for one second we're gonna play yeah. it out with the uh with the patreon and then you hang on for yeah. i always do a a, a post show uh uh salute send off um okay. after yeah. after uh I do the thing. I want to thank again. I want to thank Anthony so much for joining us tonight. I, I believe I think I put a link to the band camp down yeah. in the description for Italian blood. I think it's already there. And if it's not, we'll, we'll make sure it's there. Check out the music guys. Check out the Christmas EP. Keep your eyes peeled for the gobble ghoul. It's all coming. It's all coming 
to fruition. Don't forget, instead of saying peace and hairdos, we're going to say something different to end the show that we that we normally do. Thank you, Rue. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Angus. Thank you, uh, everybody who, who cousin Johnny, of course, everybody who, who's in the chat. Um, we're gonna say this to end the show. Hold on, I'm stalling for time while I pull up the uh the thing. Uh we're gonna say, take the cannoli, take the cannoli, Patreon. Hey guys, what's going on? It's Jeff. So I've decided to make a Patreon. What is Patreon? I don't know how to define a Patreon. Let me look it up. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it very easy for creators to get paid for the things that they're already creating. I want to do it full-time. I want this to be my full-time job. In my efforts to make that happen, I've set up this platform. Is it going to work? Is it gonna be successful? I don't know, but I would rather try and crash and burn than not try at all. The goal is to create enough passive revenue so that I can continue to do this full-time, uninterrupted. Why? Because I love to do this. I love creating content. I love making videos. I love shooting films. I love doing podcasts. In case you couldn't tell, I love to talk and I never shut the fuck up. (laughs) So right now I've kept the Patreon incredibly simple. There's two tiers and that may change in the future. The Murdergram is a simple way to extend support for all of the hours and hours of free content on the channel for nothing more than a dollar. 38 cents goes to Patreon. What's a buck 38, eh? It's less than a cup of coffee. But it's a great way that you can show support for very little effort. When you divide that dollar 38 by the hours and hours and hours of time spent listening to this endless drivel of content, the dollar cost average works out. Next up is the YouTube casualty for $6.66. (laughs) The YouTube casualty is loaded to the gills. Enjoy the archive ad-free as well as ad-free early access to special docu-style podcast videos, music reaction commentaries, and the like a month before they drop on YouTube loaded with ads, I might add. You're also going to get exclusive content and behind-the-scenes content that is not available on YouTube or anywhere else. So you get to peek behind the veil. And believe me, there's a couple of choice pieces. Most of all, more than anything, whether you join the Patreon or not, I just want to thank each and every one of you that comes to the channel, that watches all the shows, that leaves comments, that participates that subscribes, that's really the most important thing. This is just trying to find a way to earn a living as an artist. And with that, thank you for my TED Talk. Join the Patreon, because we need you! 66 cents.